What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode. I'm Niall. And I'm Austin. And, and we, we are, are so, so sorry. sorry. So this week, we're going to be talking a little bit about recognizing your purpose. And I think that's something that a lot of people need to discover about themselves. And so before we get started, I just wanted to say, you know, me personally, you know, I've been really sorry this week. You know, I I have been a lot too. I've noticed myself apologizing a lot lately. We, I mean, we just sorry it up around here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, thank you guys for all of your support on last week's episode. The launch was great. I think. Yeah, it was. We were actually talking about the day. Um, yeah, thank you for like all the support there because I mean, I mean, you know, nothing's huge, you know. But I mean, it's it's we're doing we're doing what we're doing, and I mean, y'all are there, so we really appreciate it. You know, we're we're really working hard. We're, we're trying to trying to put some effort into it. But we were actually talking about the, that today, and uh, last week actually did pretty good. So yeah, for sure. So continue to follow us and repost. Uh, shout out to all the people that reposted screenshots or just tagged our account on social media. I love you guys. Um, and there were even a few people that listened to the episode twice. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, you told me about that earlier. Yeah, so shout out to all of those people. Uh, just a reminder on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, remember to sus- uh, subscribe and leave a review as well as leave a comment on Instagram, tag us on Twitter, give us suggestions for future podcast episodes. And I'll go into that a little bit more at the end of today's episode. But let's jump into our topic for today, which is recognizing your purpose. So to actually start this episode off, I have a hypothetical question for you, Austin. And then, For me? Yes, for you. And it's it's for the listeners as well. I love hypothetical the questions. The listeners aren't here. So if they were, I would ask them too. But, oh, okay. But th- this is for people listening. So I'm the listener. You, you're, yeah. So in this sense, now I'm the listener. Are we, we're just like changing perspectives now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. But, uh, yeah, so. I'm not. <laughs> oh. Ooh. Ooh. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're good. This time, actually, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, like I said, the people that are listening, consider your own answer because this, this does apply to the episode. But just for the sake of the episode, I'm going to ask Austin this question and you guys can follow along. So the question is, what would you do with your life if you had unlimited time, money, friends, connections, there was no such thing as death, whether it was for you or your family members or your loved ones, etc. There was no such thing as failure, no need for a job, all that kind of stuff. Essentially, you have unlimited resources, unlimited time. Any it's negative, a utopia. It's a, yes, you, you're in a utopian situation. What would you do with your life? Um, here's the thing, uh, and and this is a whole topic for another day, but I mean, I'm going to kind of use it to answer this question. I want to give you the answer you're looking for. Part of me wants to be like, oh, I do this, this, and this, and this, and this. But what? It, how, but however... He's going to flip it on its head. I already see it. Yes, coming. absolutely. <laughs> the the real answer, and here's the thing, because I'd love to say, I mean, I talked about on last episode how I'm a drag racer. I'd love to say, oh, I'd buy this car, this car, this car. I'd love to go, you know, drive around the country. If there's no such thing as death, I would drive off a cliff just to see what it was like. You know, all these different things. I would, there's a song. I cannot remember who it's by. I'll look it up here in a few minutes. It's called uh, Live... I think it's called Live Like You Were Dying. Anyway, essentially this guy goes and does everything he's always wanted to do because he is dying. And that's essentially what you're talking about. Like if I could do everything that I wanted to without dying, then, 
you know, I'm sure everybody, I mean, even me, I, part of me wants to say, oh, I would just do everything. Anything that is everything that I'd want to do. But the reality of it is, reality check, I would do nothing. Mm, why would you do nothing? Nobody would do anything. Think about it. If you didn't have to do anything, you wouldn't do anything. Most people today, and I'm, I'm giving this to myself too. This is why I say I'm so sorry because I'm apologizing to anybody I may be offending to. Everyone is lazy, okay? Whether they say they are or not. Okay, listen, Jeff Bezos, okay? Like richest man in the world right now, right? He's got all this money. He worked hard to get it. He's got a lazy bone in him somewhere, okay? Part of him wants to just sit down, relax, and not have to worry about anything, okay? Wait, Jeff Bezos is still alive, right? Yeah, he's probably got a couple evil bones in him too, though, so. My bad. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I asked if he was still alive. I looked up, I literally looked him up today. he has a funny bone? Because I've never heard him make a joke before. Maybe I took it from him. That's why I'm so funny. I've um, got two funny bones. Oh, yeah. you multiple. You've got two <laughs> funny bones. He's got none. You stole both of them. It's like how I have two dimples. My uh, my sister has one. Yeah. You have two. Do you have two phones? I do. I actually do. Uh, I don't use both of them, but the other, like, I've got this one and then my other one's in my room. Mm. Anyway, what were we even talking about? Right. Nothing. I would do. <laughs> what were we talking about? Nothing. I would do nothing is the thing because, Interesting. because I would have all this money. I have no need to work. I have all the time that I want, so I'm in no rush. Um, my friends and family won't die, so it's not like I'm in a rush to get things done. Like, like right now, me and you are recording this podcast. There is a limited amount of time in my life that we will be sitting right here talking back and forth about this podcast. So I have a limited amount of time where I'm need, I'm talking to you. One day, this is kind of a sad truth of it, but the sad truth of it is one day, this is going to end, mm. Okay. The podcast is probably going to end one day. I hope that we can be, you know, in the nursing home still talking about it. Right, right. I almost said funeral home, but I realized that if we were both in the funeral home, we would both be dead, unless we worked there. But right. that's besides the point. Like, I'd love to be talking, you know, as long as we can and keep the podcast going as long as we can. And it'd be great, you know, whatever. But one day we're both going to have our own families, our own jobs, whatever. There's a good chance that we might not be able to do this anymore, as well as we're both going to die one day. Okay, Very true. we're both, that, that was, what I was trying, the point I was really trying to get to is we're both going to die one day. So we're on a limited amount of time until after we die. So that being said, I wouldn't do this. There's a good chance that if I had all this limited amount of time in this perfect utopia, I wouldn't be here. And it's not because I don't want to spend time with you. It's because I have endless time to spend with you. So, and, and it's like, um, I'm going to go ahead and explain part of this now. We talk about this infinite road where imagine that you're standing on this road. It goes infinite, like all the way to the left, infinite all the way to the right. This road is completely infinite. It never ends. It never starts. So if you start in the middle of it, you might as well have started at the beginning of it because there is no beginning of it. And there is no middle either. There is no middle. There is no end. There is no beginning. I'm essentially on this infinite road. Like I have this infinite road to spend time with you. So mm. if I start at the beginning of the infinite road and start, you know, spending time with you, it's the same thing as if I had spent that time at the very end of that road because there is no end. Right. So I would become lazy. So I, I wouldn't like, I, I wouldn't try to be like, okay, let me get as much time with such and such person as I can because that time is going to be gone one day and I want those memories. I have however long I want to make those memories. And the whole money thing, dude, I could sit at home and watch TV all day if I wanted to and be able to pay the bills. Right. Actually, in this utopia, theoretically, there are no bills. Right. So, so okay, would you say it then, therefore, since you flip this on its head, would you say <laughs> it's safe to say that 
the fleeting attributes of life, like these limits that we have, money and death and time and things like that, would you say that that's our true motivation? I really, I really think it is. And that's what I was trying to say earlier. Like, I wouldn't go do these things because I could always do these things. I feel like whenever you restrict anything, it makes people want to do it more or makes people want to be able to do it. So it's like uh, roller coasters, okay? Dollywood, wherever you want to pick a roller coaster. If you're too short to ride the ride, you're going to want to ride that ride more. So whenever you finally get tall enough to be able to ride that ride, you're going to go ride it as soon as you can because you want to so badly. It's like the, it's like what we're talking about right now. With these time restraints and stuff that I have, I'll live tops, maybe, if I'm lucky, 85 years old, okay? I'm 19 You'll, you'll live in my heart forever. <sighs> well, you'll be dead too, so. <laughs> I'll live in your heart until you're 85. <laughs> right. Let's just say we both live until we're 85, okay? You've got, what, 65 years left? That means I've got 66 years left. That's a lot of sixes. Kind of sus. Regardless. <laughs> This is a Christian so podcast, sorry. I promise. Uh, we're, we're so, so sorry. sorry. Um, anyway, point is, it's like, I've got 66 years left on this earth. Maybe. Okay, we're just, we're just saying, like, let's say I live to 85 and die to 85. I got 66 years left. That is a time restraint. I don't have this endless time. I'm trying to do everything that I want to and that I can do in that amount of time. So this poses another question then. Oh, no. What about... <laughs> What about people, whether there are people like this that are listening or just people in general, I know for a fact that they exist. What about people that don't, that already don't do anything with their life? Like what about the people who already live their life the way that you just said you would live your life if there was no restraints? And, and like these people are living this way because they don't know what they want to do or they just don't care enough because they don't feel the importance. Well, so you're talking about somebody who would live like I would in that utopia. Like okay, well that's impossible. Know. What I'm okay, now I'm sorry, but I am so <laughs> sorry, but that actually is impossible because in this utopia, yes, I'm doing nothing, but I'm also I have the opportunity to do things. Some of these people don't have the opportunity to. And that's mm. what I'm saying. Like I have unlimited money. I can buy whatever I want, whenever I want, however I want, if I want to buy it. I Fair. can sit at home and watch TV. I can have heat and water and all these different things. Right. Some of the people that you're talking about aren't doing this on purpose. Now I'll get to the whole purpose thing here in a minute, but some of these people aren't doing it on purpose. Some of these like homeless people that we see on the, like the streets and stuff like that, sometimes they're not doing anything, but they're not doing it on purpose. Mm. They just don't have any other option at that time. So some of them wouldn't be able to live that life. There are people who live that life on purpose, who don't do anything, but they're also, most of those people are the people who are retired and can't do anything. Mm. A lot of those people are the people who are, you know, 85 years old, who they can't get around as easy as they used to, but they've got all this money, so they just sit around waiting for death. Mm. And it, well, not literally, and again, I'm so sorry. That's why we say we're so sorry. I'm not trying to offend anyone, but I told you it was a possibility in the first episode. <laughs> Regardless of that, I, yeah, I mean, even if you had somebody in their mid-30s, perfect health, living that life, even they are restricted by time. So they're living that life on purpose. Mm. And what was the question again? Essentially what I was asking was, what about the people that live their lives like they do nothing? Okay, what about them exactly? The people that they get up, they work their nine to five, and they they don't do anything for themselves. They are a person of the system. 
and they they don't find much enjoyment. They're looking for that thing that that gives them the motivation to to have a fruitful and fulfilling life. That is almost an entire different subject on its own. And the only mm. reason why I say that is because the way you asked me um, earlier for this perfect utopia is what mm-hmm. would I do? Mm-hmm. I told you in all reality, nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'd sit at home, do whatever I wanted to. Those people that you're talking about right now aren't aren't doing nothing. They're getting up. They're going to work. They're not doing anything for themselves is what you said. There's a difference right. here. Okay. I meant true. literally not doing anything physically. Mm. I would do whatever I wanted whenever I okay, wanted. So- These people are on a time restraint. They are going to work. They're working their nine to five to get money because they need that money. And then they go home. They're not doing anything for themselves because they still need that money. They need to be able to pay their their food, water, electric, whatever it is, heat. They have to be able to pay these different things. So they are, um, they are a monotone of a person, right? right. Yeah, but like it not meaning like literally like their voice or whatever. They like their lives are monotone. They're right. they're yes. very one track. Yes, it's not that they're not doing anything. It's that they don't have a choice but to be that way at that time. So mm-hmm. what I was telling you earlier is because I'd have all this money, everything I wanted, I would purposefully do nothing because mm-hmm. I could do whatever I wanted. I could eat whatever I wanted, drink whatever I wanted. I could afford it because money's not an option. Not an option. Not an object. That's the word I was looking for. Money's not an object. Money's not something I have to worry about. Money is something that those people have to worry about. So the only reason why they're not as a viewed from the world, the reason why they wouldn't be doing anything is essentially, it's not that they're not doing anything. They just don't have a social life mm-hmm. and they don't have the things that they want because they can't afford it just yet. Maybe they don't have the right job, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm hoping that at least someone answered your question. It, it, it does more <laughs> or less. Like I, I was just, I was, I was hoping it would go in the direction of like you and I, we do this podcast mm-hmm. and you did touch on like you do drag racing and I, and I do music. Yeah. But then like, I feel like there are people who they, like I said, they, they get up, they go to work, they come home, they go to sleep, they get up, they go to work and they're struggling to find meaning and like the purpose behind mm-hmm. their life. Because there has to be more than to just living and working for a for a corporation and paying taxes. Yeah, and things we, like we've that. kind of talked on this before. I see what you're. I see what you're kind of asking more more along the lines of now. It's that they maybe didn't figure out their purpose before then, right? Because in a sense, and and depending on kind of what you believe, everybody has a purpose in right. in, in whatever yes. it is. Like I'm going to college right now to become a teacher. To my knowledge, to the way I feel, to the way I think everything should be, I'm supposed to be a teacher. That is my purpose. Right. And specifically, I'm going to high school. I like math. I'm going to do math. So I want— And, and so would you do that if money wasn't a problem, if time wasn't a problem? Teaching? And all the, yes. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't do anything. So you wouldn't be a teacher? I wouldn't be a teacher. Interesting. It's not that I haven't found my purpose. It's that I have no reason to. And this is the thing. I'm, this is what I'm trying to say. Nobody— anymore does anything without an incentive right which is what which is why like in the question when you remove all the incentives and you remove all the influences yeah nobody wants to do anything i feel like whatever is left after you see because like those are all the boundaries of life yeah and once i mean you, at that point you just experience everything you want and then you go right on. but like i feel like once you remove the boundaries of life you reveal the true intentions as to why you do what you do so if if you would not be a teacher, if you had all of those 
bounds removed, that means that one of the bounds that I listed is the deciding factor between whether or not you want to be a teacher, more or less, correct? There's a vacuum cleaner, I believe. Yeah. Is that what that is? Yeah, All right. Some, someone's vacuuming. Should we just apologize for the noise? We're so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You better be. Back to whatever it was we were talking about. I was mid-sentence. I completely forgot what it was. Oh, yes. I said I would still be a teacher. Here's the thing. The reason why I said I may not be a teacher like I am is because if I'm living in this utopia, in theory, and because of what we're talking about right now, everyone else is too. Because you already told me death is not a thing for me, my family, whoever. Death is not a, it's just not a thing. It's non-existent. Which would mean that everybody is living in this utopia. It would be impossible for me to just only be the be the only one living in this utopia. I guess the way I should have phrased the question was that you're the only one that this applies to. Well, it wouldn't make any sense because then if my family didn't die, <laughs> well, like like the people you care about don't die, but everyone else does. Well, I care about everybody. To some extent, listen. To some extent, I care about everyone. There are some people I care a little bit less about, um, but to some extent, I care for everybody. So there there, there is there is flaws in it, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry to you, all right? <laughs> anyway, but let's just say for the sake of the argument, everybody is living in this utopia, okay? It's not just me. If everybody else was living in it too, none of my students would be there. There would be no one there because they don't want to be there. Why would they show up to something that's not going to affect them or their family? Now, they wouldn't be able to learn anything, but they would have infinite road to learn. They could learn as much as they wanted to whenever they wanted to. And that's what I'm saying. So I feel like I would still be a teacher, but I might not teach your, your um, typical classes. I might not teach like high school mathematics. I may teach like a group of 40 and 50 year olds philosophy, you know, mm -hmm. it, it, stuff like this. I still want to be able to teach people things. It's like whenever I taught you, um, I, I showed him how to change oil in a vehicle yeah, and a I couple months ago. How to do it. It, yeah, <laughs> it's it's simple. You could figure it out, is what I'm saying. I showed him how to do it. I was in a sense, I was teaching you how. Now, if anything, I was really just kind of changing my oil and you were kind of watching me do it. We were I was kind of trying to teach you how to do it. If I was really wanting, if you really wanted to understand that knowledge, really wanted to grasp it and I was there to teach you how to do it, I would have you doing a lot of it. Right. I, would, I would show you one or two times, and then I would have you doing a lot of it by yourself. I would do some of it with you and then kind of lead you onto it by yourself. So teaching just things of this world, I would teach people how to change their oil, you know? Teach people how to properly wash a vehicle because I, told, I said in the first episode that I detail vehicles. I would teach people how to, how to uh, play guitar, you know, different things, but I wouldn't necessarily teach the same thing. I think part of the reason why I want to teach what I do is because of things that have happened to me in the past right? and things that I want to be able to prevent for however many generations I can. Theoretically, I'll only be teaching for, what, 40 years? Mm. Let's just say I teach for 40 years, 45, something like that. If I teach for 45 years, that's like two generations. Like I will teach like a, like a, a generation of students. They will have kids. Mm-hmm. So if you based off of my first class, however many generations I teach, I'll teach two, maybe three generations, and then, you know, a bunch of other kids in between. You know, I'll, I'll teach, I'll be teaching, you know, hundreds of students in the time of, you know, start to retirement. But let's say I teach for 40, 45 years, that's a, you know, a time restraint like we were talking about earlier. 
And I've already lost my train of thought. So <laughs> we're going to move on to the next point before I keep going on this tangent. Sure. So I guess like for, for people listening who have a little bit different take on the question, um, essentially the thing you should consider is what when you remove all of life's influences. Boundaries. Yeah, all the boundaries. When you remove all the boundaries from your life and all the things that are controlling you, see, because very little, uh, very little a time are we in control of our life. It's usually our life is in control of us. And so if you were able to take control of those bounds and, and manipulate them and change them to, to your own liking, what, what would you do with your life? And typically the answer is, like I said, is different for everyone. Yeah. And that's, I mean, you even, you're asking them this too. Yeah. DM us with your answers. Yeah. Send, a, send yeah. us your answers. Send leave us a comment answers. somewhere. Yeah. Send it in. We can we can always go over it next week if someone has an additional question or mm-hmm. wants us to go over something. But but essentially, I just I just had on my mind recently. I feel like a lot of people just feel stuck or that they don't know what their purpose is, or sometimes their purpose changes in life and they haven't been able to establish them that for themselves yet. And you know, you could be 60 years old and still want to redefine your purpose or find your purpose to begin with. Like you don't have to. I mean, it's not something that that's actually something I was going to get to earlier. Finding your purpose or whatnot, whatever you want to call it, does not have a bound. Mm. Like it's not something that that is restricted by time. Now, if you don't find it after you die, okay, maybe it's a little restricted, but you've got from the time you're born until the time you die to find it. Mm. In a sense. Now, theoretically, of course, there are some, and we can talk about this later, theories on, um, uh, what's it called whenever you're reborn as something new? Reincarnation. Thank you. Why could I not think of that? Anyway, reincarnation. So there are theories on reincarnation and stuff. So like, let's say you didn't find your purpose in this lifetime. You'll find it the next. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know how much I believe in that, but again, topic for a new day, because that is something we've talked about before. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it'd be a good, you know, thing to talk about at some point. But the point is, um, speaking within the uh, context of what we've been talking about, let's just say that you have from the time you're born to the time you die to figure out what your purpose is. Okay. Then you've got what we say earlier, 85 years. I don't know how long I'm going to live. I don't know how long you're going to live. I don't know how long anybody's going to live, but you essentially have your entire life to figure it out. So like, and I, I remember feeling, this is something I've felt before. When I was in eighth grade, I was like, I have to know what my profession is going to be after college so that I can get through high school and then get through college and then go start my permanent job from now until the time I retire. And then I thought the same thing all throughout high school. And then at the very end of high school, I was like, okay, I have found it. Actually, it changed Two or three times until I graduated high school. And now I think that I actually am on the right path. I really feel like this is something I want to do because every time that I get an opportunity to teach somebody, teach them anything or, or teach them. Uh, I had to teach my little sister math one time because she was, she was struggling one time. And I was like, oh, you know, this actually makes me feel like I've been recalled to my purpose. So I really feel like I've been on that. But sometimes, and it's like we were talking about earlier with the people who Excuse me. It's like the people who, like you were saying earlier, like go to work and work their nine to five jobs, don't do anything for themselves and stuff like that. Maybe they haven't found their purpose yet. They may be right. 50 years old, haven't found their purpose 
yet. Right. Okay. And it's something that, and some people will never find it just because they're not looking for it. But mm. if you actually look for that thing, or and it could be multiple things. You don't have to tie yourself down to one thing. This this is a life where we are told so many times where we are restricted by so many things and we cannot do this, 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 and this because of this, 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 and this. Well, that's just not true. We can do anything that we want. That is the purpose of the question, actually, because a lot of people are in that mindset that they are restrained by those things. And so to remove those bounds is to open yourself to the thinking of- I see what you're talking about now. Yes. Now, I will say it's a little different in other parts of the world, but like specifically- It's very culturalized, yes. Yes, it's It's very culturalized on how much you can do because in some countries and stuff, it is very limited. Like Mm. it it legitimately is limited. However, you know, living in the United States, I was born here. I have endless possibilities on what I can do. If I wanted to go to like South Africa and, and witness to people there, I could do that now. Various parts of the world, I don't know where. Various parts of the world, I can get killed. Okay, what for random reasons? It's not even because I was doing anything specifically. Because, I can just because you weren't sorry enough. Because, <laughs> I just walk in let there me, first thing I start saying is, "I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry." There, yeah, yeah. I just start like <laughs> screaming it. They still kill me. Um, no, no, I'm genuinely so sorry. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, like, but what I'm saying is, is yes, I might, I might have restrictions whenever I get to certain places will have more restrictions than others. And they will even have those restrictions on me. Even though I'm not really that restricted in this country, I will be elsewhere. Mm-hmm. But the part of it I'm trying to explain here is because of where I live, I can go to those places that will restrict me. Right. More. It's right. not that I necessarily want to, but I can, and I have that opportunity to. However, here I can be almost whatever I want to be, but I'm not going into that or multiple reasons, but I can essentially be anything that I want to be on my time on this earth, on my time, you know, during my time in the United States, whatever, I can do whatever I want to be, whatever I want to be. And people don't realize that. I didn't realize that until Mm. like literally last year, whenever me and you started talking about more philosophical ideas and stuff like that, I did not realize that I could essentially do whatever I want. Right. I mean- there are some restrictions. There are some moral restrictions to the things oh, you can and can't do. Oh, very much so, yes. correct. And there are some, uh, we're both Christians, there are some biblical um, restrictions too. Right. And those, I'm, I feel like we should follow more, you know, just because of yeah. our religion. You know, obviously, you don't have to believe that kind of stuff. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm not forcing it on you. So I'm so sorry if you felt that I was. But <laughs> um, there are some moral obligations, some moral things that that uh, we as human beings and as ourselves will put on ourselves and have our own restrictions. And there are laws. There are laws that if you don't follow, okay, here's the thing. You can break the law. Right, Listen, yes. That, There's that's no the law thing. that says there you're is, not allowed to break the law. There is no law that says you're not allowed to break the law. And even if there was, you could break that law because right. if you have the physical capacity to and the mental desire to, you can break the law. You can do whatever you want. However, there are consequences you are for subject those actions. To the consequences, yes, you are yes. subject to those consequences. That's what I was trying to get to is you can do anything you want, but you can't always do anything you want without consequences. Right. So, you know, like, like let's say I wanted to, I, I'm a drag racer. I like driving fast sometimes. Let's say I'm, you know, Maybe it's even down the interstate. Speed limit's 70. I'm going 120, and I get pulled over. They can arrest me and put me in prison, okay? I broke the law. Now, I still did what I wanted to, 
but there was an action, there, there was a consequence for my action and now I'm in jail and now I can't do whatever I want to right. because somebody else is restricting me. Right. Whenever somebody else is restricting you, now there's a difference between somebody restricting you mentally and somebody restricting you physically because I feel like you can be restricted mentally like like um, parents or uh, guardians or um, uh, supervisors, whoever it may be, teachers, they may be able to tell you that you can't do certain things and mentally you're going to think that you can't. And that's why you think, right. okay, I cannot do the things that I want to do. And then at that point, you're mentally restricting yourself. Yes, exactly. And then you wind up being physically restricted because you, you make it to where you don't do that kind of stuff. Right. But like I was saying with prison, someone else has put you there. You're not getting out. I mean, you, obviously, there are ways to get out. You know, you can escape. No, I'm kidding. Um, please don't arrest me. Um, <laughs> but, like, you can get bailed out. You can spend your time there and get released, whatever. But even then, there are restrictions right. after you leave because nobody wants to hire, like, ex-convicts and stuff. Right. Even if it was so much as, okay, I didn't pay one bill and they locked me up for a day, then, right. you know— now I'm being restricted in what I can do is work. Like it's stuff like that. I don't know. It's just, it's kind of a, a complicated topic. And it I is. understand that we uh, may have been on a rant for the past 30 minutes or so, but <laughs> it's like, I don't know. You can be restricted. Right. But if you do things right, I mean, you don't have to be restricted. Right. Like if I wanted to travel the world, actually that that's one thing we're actually kind of planning a trip right now around the, around the uh, United States. Um, in a couple of years, and we'll get into that. You know, when it, we'll get into we'll that get later. We'll get into it down the road. We as will they get say. into down the infinite road. Well, technically, no, because we would never be down the infinite road. Aren't we always down the infinite road, though? We are simultaneously I'm so sorry. never. <laughs> we are simultaneously <laughs> never on the infinite road and always on the infinite road. Oh. I'm so sorry. Anyway, but anyway, yeah. So you know, sorry, I went complete tangent. <laughs> I. Wow, go ahead. No, you're good. But, you know, I just feel like a lot of people in today's society find a lack of purpose, confidence, whatever you whatever you'd like to call it. Oof, and and, yeah. and sometimes you know, people need that need that little nudge. And that's what I'm hoping this episode can be for for people listening, for anyone who needs it. And I actually have a little list here that I'm going to read um oh, of yeah. some you of told the, me about that. some of the most common things that people regret or regret. Oh, regret. Yes, they regret. He's so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Someone get me a towel. I'm, I'm regret. He's, he's, I, I'm regret. I'm, I'm regretting myself. I'm re <laughs> he's so sorry. <laughs> Oh, oh. Okay, we actually are a little yeah, sorry yeah. for that so, one. So Not all the way. So but. biggest, most common biggest regrets. Oh my God. Most I can't. common biggest. <laughs> my biggest regret right now is this whole last 30 second thing going on. <laughs> my, myself, I'm my biggest regret. <laughs> <laughs> You're your biggest most regret. <laughs> I'm so... Sorry. I am be. so sorry. Wow. <laughs> you know, it's it's a little it's a little hot in the studio that it's we're recording. Warm in. So in maybe here. that's what's going on. It's yeah. getting to his brain. All oh. right. Sorry. Okay. No, no. The most common regret through life. Yes. Through life. Through life. Yes. Gotcha. Working too much. I feel like that can be a lot of things, especially if you don't enjoy your work. Mm-hmm. 
Muting your true personality. I was going to say not working enough. I mean, the only reason why I say that is because to every positive, there's a negative right, most right. of the time. Yeah. So, and like what I was saying there, like uh, somebody says, you know, um, I work too much. You know, I was away from my family too much. I, I didn't, I didn't experience life. Right. But then somebody says like, oh, I didn't work enough. I didn't have enough money to support my family. You know, mm, yeah. stuff like that. But I'm sorry, right. that was a whole different tangent. Continue. No. So what was the second one again? You uh, mind repeating it? Muting your true personality. In, oh. Like not being yourself. Interesting. Like, I can speak heights to that. Mm, yes. <laughs> Losing a true love. Mm. Wow. No comment? No comment on that. <laughs> Worrying about others' opinions. That's a big one too. Worrying about others' opinions? Yes. Um, yes, because <laughs> listen, for years, not four years, F-O-R, four years, I worried so much about what people thought of me and, and the things that I did, things I said. Okay, listen, things I wear, mm. people would comment on the things that I would wear. Like, okay. Negatively? Yes. Really? Because yes, I'll get into that after the podcast. Um, that like- not even school uniform because I mean school uniform we had to we had to wear those things so mm-hmm. nobody commented negatively on that but like the things I would choose to wear what was comfortable for me to put on and wear I've had people put me down for that stuff and it made me feel horrible like I hated that like it, it really was just a bad time for me a bad time for my life and made me feel terrible and I had to well I went with you to Morristown to change my 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 outfit I went. Um, yeah. I went to Morristown not long after it happened, went to the mall and, and tried to like look at some clothes, figure if I could wear something else that would make other people happy. Oh, Dude, wow. For the longest time, I was a people pleaser and did not try to focus on making myself happy. Mm-hmm. That's a big problem. Mm, yes, that's just one of the things. But you said, well, can you repeat that one again? It, uh, was, uh, it was worrying about others' opinions. Yes, others' opinions. I was so worried about others' opinions that I, I had to change something about myself, which— should have never happened, but I mean, right. people do it all the time. Right. And people are constantly worried about what do others think about me. And I say all the time to myself, I don't care what other people think about me, but I can also feel subconsciously, I'm walking into the classroom, I'm looking around, who's looking at me? What are they thinking? What's going on? Right. Now, I'm not doing it on purpose. It just happens. And yeah. I feel like that happens with a lot of people. They're not trying to, to worry about what other people are thinking. It's just kind of, happens. Right. And everybody does it to an extent. Somebody can say, I don't care what everybody else thinks or what everybody else says, and I never think about it. That's a lie. You think about it at least once a week. You know, mm-hmm. like it it happens. Right. But I'm sorry. Um, I am so sorry. Continue. <laughs> a few others, I'll shoot them off all in a row because they're kind of similar. Not having enough confidence, having low confidence. Actually, the, the low confidence or having not yeah. having enough or whatever, I think actually plays... I'm sorry to keep interrupting you and keep going on these little tangents, no, but I feel like it goes a lot into um, the worrying about what other people are thinking. Yes, yes. Because you worry about what people are thinking, and then your confidence goes down. It's and all if about, you, and if your confidence is already down, it just keeps going right. down. And it, I think this, the all of these are all about making other people more important than yourself. Yes. Which can be, you know, in the right context, can be a good thing. But in this case, in not this case, so absolutely not. Not standing up for yourself. It's in the same category. Yep. Trying to live up to parental expectations, that's got to be a big one too in the similar category. And that is something that a lot of us could probably talk a lot about. Um, taking life too seriously, this one kind of counteracts a lot of the ones that we just talked about. I think it's, I think it's good to uh, you know, 
yeah. enjoy life, you know, and stuff it, like that. It really is, but to some extent, you have to take some of life seriously because right. I've been on both ends of that. I've been on both ends where I'm so serious that I don't, I don't take time to be happy. I don't take time to, to to enjoy life, do what I want. Right. But at the same time, I've been to the point where I'm so not serious that I start losing focus on what's really important. Like my my prior, not my priorities, but like my responsibilities. Mm. And you don't want to. You want to be able to give yourself enough slack to where you can enjoy life, but not so much slack to where you lose hold of all your responsibilities. Mm. Let's see. Ooh, not. Spending enough time with or talking to loved ones. That hasn't that isn't really something that I've experienced yet. A lot of my family is still alive at the moment. Thank I've God. not experienced it yet either. So, so I mean, in a sense, maybe I have. Um I had a family member die almost five years ago. Uh it was twenty seventeen. Dude. It time goes by. Twenty seventeen so was almost five years ago. Do you realize that? No, twenty seventeen was five years ago. I can't believe it. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Anyway, <laughs> anyone else that was mine who was just blown, I'm so sorry. Besides the point, because I was 15. That, okay. Besides the point, I lost a family member then, but it was not one I was ever really that close to. Right, right. And it wasn't my own choosing that I was never that close to him. Like, I, I never had any problems with him. We just, I just didn't see him all that much. Right. And my mom would go visit him quite a bit, and I would go with her. But it was more her talking to them and, and, and communicating rather than me. Right. And in some instances, some cases, I kind of think back to it and I kind of wish, you know, it was like I just, I almost regretted not spending any more time with him than I did. And with both of them, it's my great-grandparents. With both of them, I kind of regret not spending as much time with them as I did. Mm. In a sense, at the same time, I, I kind of don't. And I don't mean that to be rude, so, you know, I'm so sorry, but I mean that in the sense that they were 70 years older than me, and I wasn't going to be that close with them anyway. My mom was really close with them because she would go spend entire summers with them and stuff like that. That was just somebody I was never really that close with, so I never had that urge to just be with them all the time or to hang out with them. I'm not really that close to my own grandparents. I mean, I am to some extent— but I don't know. Yeah. To this to this extent where we are now, I haven't had that, like regretting not talking enough to loved ones. There are times when I'm like, oh, you know, I wish I would have stayed and spoken to them longer. Or And this is, you know, both sides of my family. This is my immediate family. It's like, I wish I would have stayed a little bit longer, talked to them. I wish I would have, you know, maybe just spent some more time with them on this day right. rather than not being there for and with them. But that's kind of few and far in between because they have their own lives. Right. And I have my own life. Right. So So I guess yeah. I guess for everyone listening, here's your reminder, just you know, reach out to someone you haven't talked to in a while. Yeah. You know, spend a little Absolutely. extra time with someone, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, let's see, I'll I'll list off a couple more here. Uh yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh not maintaining friendships, not asking someone Oof. out on a date, Oof. not sharing your feelings, Oof. missing out on the little moments, Oof. holding grudges. Not a, not apologizing. I'm so sorry. Listen, Listen I'm so we, sorry. Yeah, we got that one down. I pat. think we got that one down yeah. good. We will have zero regrets in our life if all we ever focus on is, is apologizing. Yeah. Because we'll just be so sorry. Right. Actually, I, I wanna I wanna pose this just real quick. So if we're always so sorry, then are we ever actually sorry? Because if we're sorry for everything that we do, by the end of it all, if we've apologized enough, then well, we're good. And we're not sorry that we didn't apologize well, anymore. Then. 
have we ever really been sorry? But in that, since we were never sorry, we were always sorry. I'm so sorry. Well, see, you're the math teacher, so as long as we're so sorry, listen to me, listen to me. As long as, as long as, as long as being sorry isn't on both sides of the equation, it doesn't cancel itself out. So, we- well, but see, here's the thing. Theoretically, write this out as a math. You know, I'm, I'm going to grab your piece of paper real quick. Sure. So, since sorry, that's horrible. It is is on one side. Sorry doesn't equal sorry. Okay. Sorry equals negative sorry because what we were saying earlier is if. We're n- if we are sorry, oh. then we're not sorry, which means that they cancel each other out, and we were actually sorry all to begin with. <laughs> so we were already sorry. We were already sorry. We've never stopped being sorry. And that's our podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if a single person followed along with that, but okay, so the way I wrote this out, and, and it may not help at all, he's got a, a piece of paper here and, and a pen and I wrote it out. I'm sure everybody's had math classes and stuff before where you set up. I mean, some are like algebraic equations. It's literally just any equation. So if you say two plus two, or actually rather than that, write out four equals four. Okay. I wrote that, but I wrote sorry equals sorry. And then on one side, I wrote a negative sign because it's like, it's like not four. So if I had four would equal not four because negative four is not four. Right, correct. Right, I'm just saying this in weird terms. So, like, if we had four equals negative four, then they would cancel out and equal zero. And that, mm. that, like, in an algebraic e- equation or whatever, essentially you would add or subtract one of them from one side to the other, and they would cancel out and equal zero. Ah, yes. Yes. So that's what I said because earlier I was saying since we've always been sorry, we've always not been sorry. So whenever I said that, I wrote them out like that, <laughs> said that they cancel out, and then because they cancel out. It was always the positive, mm. which in math would not work and makes zero sense. So that was completely on a whim. And I apologize for anyone who may have been trying to follow along. But and then I just wrote sorry above the whole thing. Yeah, so. we're, we're so sorry. Life motto. I'm so sorry. So just two more here. Uh, not saving for retirement and not leaving a legacy. I think those are also really big things. Those are... Not saving for retirement, I understand, because if you don't save for retirement, then you're working past retirement. You're either, you're either working past retirement or you don't have enough money. Now that, now that I've retired, I don't have enough money to do the things that I want. You know, so I need to save for those things. Right. And then leaving a legacy, I understand that some people regret that, but why not? And listen, if you have enough time to tell somebody that your biggest regret is not living a legacy, is not leaving a legacy, then you have enough time to leave a legacy. Very true. You still have that amount of time to be okay. If I haven't done that yet, I'm going to do something, anything. I'm going to invent the next iPhone in the next five years before I die, so that I can leave a legacy. Yeah. You it, can leave something. It's crazy how efficient people can be when they like procrastinate and then. <laughs> it's like it's like when you wait to do an assignment the night before, you do a six hour assignment in one hour. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyway, so I have no idea what you're talking about. But yeah, I'm gonna leave you guys with a quote and then we're gonna close out this episode. One of my favorite quotes comes from a song by Avicii. The quote is one day you'll leave this world behind. So live a life you will remember. And I yes. have every morning when I wake up my Google home, when my alarm goes off, it, it says that to me every morning. And oh, you actually got that set up? I did, nice. yeah. And so uh, my Google home routine, it will tell me, Niall, 
one day you'll leave this world behind. So live a life you'll remember. And I'm like, I got to get out of bed. I can't, I can't sit in bed. I got things to do. That was on your Instagram bio for a while, wasn't it? Yes. That's something I, I mean, I had heard that song whenever it first came out, right? Or whatever. I think the song is The Days by Avicii, if anyone's wondering. Yeah, there you go. But like, I had heard it before and I, I mean, obviously I heard the lyric, but I never thought that much into it until I got older and I started realizing I like I will die one one day I will leave this life behind. So if I don't leave one, or sorry, if I don't live one worth remembering, then kind of what was the point? Right. You know, and I've thought about that a lot. That that's something that has been on my mind for months, years, whatever. Is like why, right. why, why do it? You know, if it's not going to be worth it, then why do it? But it's going to be worth it one day. And it's not just that I'm going to leave a legacy or that I'm going to leave this. You know, this world being like, oh my gosh, everybody knew who he was because I don't care if everybody knows who I am, okay? It can be, if you were the only person who knew who I was the day I died, I'd be I'd be fine. I'd be happy. Like, if nobody knew, if you didn't know, if, if somebody put me in the ground and said, who's that? I don't know. I don't care. It doesn't matter because at the end, this is another topic. We're going pretty late here and, and I'm so sorry. But that's another thing is that we're going to be talking about eventually is right now, what we're doing on this earth, yes, it matters. But after we die, it's not going to matter anymore. So, however, you should still, I mean, leave, you know, live a life worth remembering. A life you will remember. And, and even contrary to the podcast, within, within some certain bounds, you should live a life you're not sorry for. Yes. Contrary. Contrary to everything we say here. Contrary to popular belief. No, yeah. But yeah, I mean, he, he's right. You know, you should live a life that you're not sorry for. Live, whenever you do leave this earth, don't leave it with regrets. Don't, right. don't live it with um, apologies not given, mm-hmm. you know, and, and leave it with, with just, I mean, everybody makes mistakes. Uh, Hannah Montana uh, said that. <laughs> um <laughs> You know what? I'm going to save some of the rest of this for the, for the next episode. That's enough. I can't do this anymore. Oh, just a couple of reminders so before sorry. we uh, close out. A couple of things I want to say here. So if anyone wants to give us topics, podcast ideas, episode ideas, things that they'd like to hear us talk about just to hear us give our own twist on a specific topic, hit us up. Feel free to message us on Instagram at We're So Sorry Podcast. Feel free to leave a comment on YouTube. Find another way to message us if you know how. Yeah, I mean, you can do that. Actually, um... We're actually going to add our personal uh, Instagram handles in our We're So Sorry podcast bio. So if you want, if you can't get a hold of us some some other way, hit us up on on We're So Sorry podcast DMs, YouTube comments somewhere. If you can find us, we're you know DM us through our personal accounts. If you can't get a hold of us, we'll find you somehow. Okay, because we we do want to talk about the topics that you guys you know want to hear about. We want to know what our listeners are interested in. Exactly. You know, exactly. that, and it gives us something to talk about. Yeah, for sure. And specifically with this this episode, you've learned that I like to talk. So, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so another thing, this part's really important. I, I want to try to get people in on this. Anywhere you're listening, go to our social media and leave a comment saying, I'm so sorry. And the idea behind this is that in future episodes, we're going to call back on episodes from the past and if you've left a comment on that episode, you can go back and apologize to yourself from the future to your past self. And I think that'll be a little interesting Or you can way. forgive yourself. Or you can forgive yeah. yourself, yes. Or you can forgive yourself. You can go back and say, 
um, I forgive you. You can say, it's okay, you know, whatever you want to do. This is just kind of a little fun idea we've got, you know, kind of going on here. Or listen, if you're still so sorry to yourself and you have commented on it or whatever, then go back and apologize and say, listen, Yes, you are, but I'm so sorry too. So, yeah. so uh, and, you know, we may do it a couple more times here and there. I don't know. But yeah, yeah just leave us a comment on what were we doing this again? On Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, if you add us anywhere, just leave a comment that says, I'm so sorry. Awesome. And also for those <laughs> that listen on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, don't forget to leave us a review as well and subscribe on YouTube. So I just want to thank you guys for listening. I yeah. hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm Niall. I'm Austin. And, and we're, we're so, so sorry. sorry. See you guys next week. <laughs>